0: welcome to the ignited podcast where we come to equip empower and send this generation today me and my co-host tammy will be talking about um this world basically this world in christianity so um we actually have this game that we're going to try out and (laughs) (laughs) it has these questions um that are actually really good questions. So me and her are just going to go back and forth and answer them and um, give a little more detail um, regarding them. So Tammy, you want to ask the first question? All
1: right. I'm going to ask you, do you want to, do you want to uh, choose a card or should I just you pull, can just one, pull out? one You can okay. just pull one. We'll just do it on the bat. All right. Let me just grab one here. One, two, three. Here it is. Whoa, whoa. Do you think all of the Bible still applies today? Are you kidding me? What kind of question is that? I'm ripping that one up. Okay. (laughs) The Bible is
0: alive and (laughs) active.
1: (laughs) Next card, please. Thank you very much. Okay. Hang on. One, two, three. Here's one. To what extent do you think the amount of time, money, or skills you give indicates your priorities?
0: To what extent? Hmm. Well,. To so what extent my time, money, and skills? Skills. You, give, indicates your priorities. Hmm. Well, time is important, most of all. So that's my number one priority. Yeah, time because is very important. I can do a lot with time. I can spend my time with God, for one. Yep. I can spend my time sleeping. I can spend my time... You know, we all spend time doing certain things throughout the day. So time is the first priority because... What we do with our time kind of determines our whole day and uh, anything after that. So,
1: amen. You know, yeah. it comes to like Psalms twenty four. Uh, well, twenty. You know, four. Um, May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. I mean, that's mm. really what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, true. your time, your money, and. you know, what you give. Right. What priorities does it take?
0: Okay. Oh, she's got a card for me. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. All righty. Jesus. Why do you think there was so much suffering in this world? Uh, That's sad, but we, we live in a
1: fallen world, Winter. We just, you know, there's sin all among us, and it's just who, you know, what we have to deal with right now. Right. And until we... See the glory, the gates of of heaven, you know, I mean, we're going to deal with this. We're going to see this broken world. And like you had said before, you're going to see a lot more. Right. We haven't probably yet to begin. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Next card. Here we go. Wait, this one? Okay. Do Christians have responsibilities towards the society they live in? What are they?
0: Yes, they do. and that's preaching the gospel that's telling others about jesus christ which is preaching the gospel and it's loving one another because the bible says to go out and do the work of an evangelist so that's a responsibility upon society to go out and tell people about jesus
1: absolutely and that's exactly what you do you're out in the city you're preaching the word right i love that you're awesome okay now what next question next question that one we already did.
0: Oh, we did? <laughs> we did
1: that one already.
0: Oh, I thought you I gave you one. No. Oh. It was this one.
1: Okay. Who is the person in your life who doesn't understand your faith, but you
0: desperately wish would? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody in my family. Everybody. Um, But mainly, specifically my mom. Obviously, I went you know my my dad and the rest of my siblings um yeah to to know jesus and be saved sure. but um i know my mom actually might listen to this but um with her she's she's gone to church and she's learned the basic things you should do in church which is you know pray right um you know the the, the basic things that people do when they go to church Um, but she's never been taught like I was, you know, to, to read the Bible. And so, um, that's just one thing that holds you back when it comes to Christianity and she doesn't really live a true born again, Christian lifestyle. And I, I think she still believes in God, but she doesn't put him first right? in her relationship and she just doesn't really consider him.
1: Well, I can tell you for sure, for a fact. I remember the first church that my husband and I, we actually got married in this church and I would say we were we were there for almost 12 years and no one told us to read the Bible. That's sad. 12 years and and it was all in regards to if you have questions, you go to your leadership. If you have concerns, you go to your leadership. If you want to learn about the Bible, you come to Bible study. And that's how we learned. Right. But then we realize there's something seriously missing here, seriously missing that relationship, and we didn't know that that wasn't a part of the the unity or the community that that we ha- were, you know, spending our time, our efforts, our money, and everything. Right. So I, I can't
0: imagine. And I know with your daughter, you mean you love her so much. You mean yeah. you you want the best for her, and that's kind of how it is. I mean, that's what how it is with God, like. You want the best for your child. Absolutely. You want them to, to know Jesus. You want them to have that intimate and, and personal relationship because you know that if they don't,
1: I know it's it's
0: not hopeful and it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Because you love them so much. Right. And I know that's, I mean, I'm not a, a mom, but I can understand on some level of mm-hmm. what you feel like, you know, with, with your daughter. And I have hope that she will come back because she is a prodigal. She wants, Amen. she once knew the way, but, right. she, but I believe I'm speaking that into existence right now that I she is going to come back and, and be on fire for Jesus. I believe that because I've seen that
1: girl praise Jesus and right. it was good. It was amazing. So I know, I know. Yeah. She's, she's kind of caught up right now. And, and if there's moms out there and that, I know that you hear this, you know, don't give up, you and know, prayer changes things. and, And love them. Um, You know, they may have you at a distance, but God's arms are not that far away from them. They're right next to them and and usually just lifting them up out of of everything that they're going through. So your prayers change things. So mamas, do not give up. Do not
0: give up. And that actually made me um, think of a question to ask. Why do you think... There are Christians, and I've seen like true dedicated Christians who were on fire for Jesus. Mm. Why do you think they turn away mm. and they turn away for a while, a while, usually? Well, you know,
1: hurt has a lot to do with it. You know, it, unfortunately, this world, there's hurt people, and you're going to run into them. And, and if you don't know your identity, is strong or your your identity is not strong in Christ and when you come up against those people um you are wounded. Yeah. And you're like God why did you do this, you know? And the thing is it's like no, you need to take 100% responsibility and thank God for that person. You know, thank God for that person that came up and and got in your business, you know, maybe this person was telling you something that God wanted to tell you about yourself. There is some weakness in that, in the flesh. There Maybe there was some flesh you need to get out. So, yeah, to hurt is such a uh, hurt. That's my answer. Right. There's a lot of hurt. Even in Christians, there's a lot of hurt. You know, there's, um, there was one lady that, goodness, I thought she was saved. She was on her, I would say, her deathbed. And I would say 85 years old. And she said, I've never received God in my life, but she mm. lived church. I mean, she was the church and it just, it, it floored me. Wow. It floored me. And so she gave her life to Christ right before she passed away. Wow. I'm just like, never did I even think for a moment that she wasn't saved, sanctified, you know holy spirit filled you know? right <laughs> cuz she played church i'm telling you wow yeah so
0: yeah it's out there my pastor in new orleans um he he's he's just a guy full of wisdom and one of the things he he would say was there came a day when the lord told him to stop telling people that they're saved yeah because he he used to be like, you're saved, you know, good, mm-hmm. you're saved. But then the Lord said, stop telling people they're saved because they're really not. Yeah. Oof. And we, and we can't, cl- even if we know somebody right. very well, Mm-mm. you can't necessarily tell them that they're saved because we don't know their heart. That's right. And even like, I know you very well. No, for you do For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're still getting to know each other, but... I mean, I know you're born again. I know you're saved <laughs> because I I see you on a daily basis. Yeah, but you can't hide. <laughs> yeah, but just telling somebody on the streets like you're saved, right? Right. No. We don't have the. You're not Jesus, right? We Come don't have on. the capability to to know that, right? One hundred percent. So we really shouldn't say it. So yeah, this is reminding me of be what my careful. pastor said. Yeah, yeah.
1: be careful. Yep. You're not saving them. Jesus saves them. Yeah, we win souls for Jesus. Yes. Yes. We can lead them, but we are not the savior. Amen. All Amen.
0: right. I might pull a card oh, to pull ask, a card. Okay, hang ask Tammy. on. Tammy. Okay. Pull a card. So when you consider Christian teachings, what is your view on consuming alcohol? Ooh,
1: that's that's good. That's a good one. Um, I choose not to um, partake in alcohol, just because I just don't want it. Right. Um, in my younger days, um, before I really knew Christ and I knew His, you know, I, I really dove into His Word. I be like, well, I can have a glass of wine. It's, it's all right, Jesus. Jesus, you know, turned water into wine. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. And <laughs> like Jesus is he loves wine, you know. And and so I really searched that winner. I'm glad you asked that because it, it is a it is a searching for for that right answer and and I knew in my spirit that that's not a part of my life anymore. I I don't have to use it for a void. And I think that's what it is. That alcohol is used for some type of a void that you have in you. And I don't have a void. Jesus is the answer and I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. Um I don't I don't feel that it's it's anything that, it, that my body craves, you know, I'm a right. this body's a temple. And, and I know that some say, well, you know, whatever it's, I can have a drink or whatever. Moderation. You know, th- that is your, that's your walk with Christ. Right. I am not here to do any of, you know, anything on that. But for my walk, I know, I know that I don't need it. I don't want it.
0: Right. And, um, I agree with you. Um, I'm not even <laughs> of age to drink alcohol legally, but um, I've seen the effects of what it does. Yeah. And, and Proverbs verse, um, in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1, mm-hmm. it says, Wine is a mocker, and beer is a strong brawler. Anyone who was led astray by it is not wise. Ooh, that's good. And so obviously we know that Jesus turned water into wine, <laughs> but we also know that he, for one... That was an example to be obedient to his mother, even though it wasn't his time to perform a miracle.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because his mother said, Son, would you please give us some more wine? We're out. And he said, Mother, it is not not yet my my time. It's not my time yet. But he did it anyways out of obedience. Well, that's good. And an honor toward her, Right. right? That's good. And I know people are picky about theology and context behind this particular verse. Uh, but I personally believe that, that the wine, um, mentioned in, in this, uh, specific story wasn't a hundred percent alcohol. I don't think it was fully fermented. Right. I agree Uh, with that. I agree with that. But at the same time, God is God. I am not. So I don't, I don't know for sure, you know, Right. but, uh, what I do know is that alcohol destroys lives it destroys other people's lives who don't even consume alcohol and that's because um i mean it's just not something that's godly right it's not and obviously the bible says um, a drunkard will not enter
1: into heaven yeah that's that's but people
0: are like well i can drink and not get drunk yeah you can but how can you say that one is just enough? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've known people where they just had one drink, just one. And then they were, they were immediately, They're hooked. They're hooked. they were tipsy. They were, they were right. drunk. Right. And you I don't think you, you know what you, cards you, you're dealt. Right.
1: You don't know what cards you're dealt. Like
0: it's just, it's a slippery slope. You, you put yourself in that situation where there's possibilities there's a 50/50 chance that it may or may not happen and i believe as christians we are supposed to live above reproach right and we we need to set that standard i agree and i don't think jesus would go out with his disciples having one drink no. and then leave in the bar because that's not what they would do absolutely not. they would say no because that's not my, that's not what my father does that's not a part of his his kingdom business
1: but we're we're, we're not going to be like I know there's
0: some other, um,
1: agreement to something other than that, but <laughs> right. I don't want to get, get raked over the coals on that one, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Okay. So. But that is good. Okay. Here's a question. Um, <laughs> I'm already older, so I'm not going to use this card. Okay. It says, what would you like prayer for winter? That's what it
0: says. What would you like prayer for? What would I like prayer for? Um well we all need prayer.
1: <laughs> we all need prayer. Hey, okay. What decisions have been most important in shaping your life today?
0: Well, <clears throat> I'm still growing. I'm only 20, but um the most important decision I've made that shaped to where I'm at is accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. Um because without him I, I think I could be completely transparent and say that I f- I wouldn't be here physically. Yeah, there's no way I would have been here if I didn't have God. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the most important decision I've made that's led led me to where I'm at now, is accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior and having people come alongside me in my path. Because if I if I didn't have that either. I would still be like those lukewarm Christians, you Mm -hmm. know, just just going astray further and further from the kingdom eventually. And even, you know, being a firm Christian, there's been times where I just wanted to give up. Right. And I wanted to leave the faith and I didn't have anybody on my side. I didn't have anybody to talk to, but I still pushed through because I knew there was hope. Right. Even when I couldn't see it, I, I believe that there was and so yeah. All
1: right. Here's another one. Looking at your life so far, where do you think God is leading you?
0: Um, I know for a hundred percent that God is leading me into full time ministry. Yes. I don't know what that looks like right now, and I don't know when it will happen. And I really would like to have it happen now, but <laughs> obviously we have to be patient. And I have a lot of things I still need to grow in and mature in and learn. Um, but that's that's what I, I feel led to do with my life. and I can't see myself doing anything other else, yeah. other else than, than um, ministry.
1: Yeah, I certainly don't see that for you either. You are definitely a sold out lover for Jesus. Thank you. We <laughs> need you. We need you in this generation. Come on. Um, what was one tough situation in your life
0: that ended up being a blessing in disguise? One tough situation that ended up being a blessing in disguise. Um I would say this wasn't necessarily um a hard, like a bad situation, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um this was a season for mm-hmm. me. Yes. Um, when I moved down to New Orleans, well, I actually, I ran away from home when I moved down. So I told my mom I was moving down to New Orleans and four days later, I was on a flight there from Ohio. How and, old were um, you?
1: How, how old were you when you did that?
0: Uh, how old was I? 18. Okay. Okay. I had just graduated high school. Like it was in June. Wow. So I had just graduated like three weeks prior. Okay um so i i I didn't have a car with me while i was there Mm -hmm. and before i had moved there i was saving up for a car okay because i i did have a car but it was like it was very not reliable i bought it for 700 (laughs) bucks imagine what that can get you you. had a hoopty oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so I like I was so impatient like I was like I just want a car now I just want a car now I would ask people like can you co sign for me I want to make payments I want to do this like I just wanted a car so bad because it was hard like living in a big city and not having a car because you have to either do uber or rely on other people and I couldn't really all my other friends were busy and they worked the same time I did so like they couldn't really help Mm -hmm. Um, they did when they could you know but other times I was spending like 200 bucks a week on uber whoa and I didn't even make that much money and so wow I was like I just want a car so bad but um it took me about a year Mm. to get a car and I was patient through that whole time even though I wanted to just get a loan and go to a dealership but I would also have a have to have a Mm co-assigner and I'm glad that nobody agreed to co-sign with me because that would have been a financial burden that I wasn't ready to take on and that I don't want to take on. But here it comes a year later. Um, I come back up to Ohio to visit and um, I buy a car for my grandma. And um, it has it had 29,000 miles when I got it. Wow. And so um, right now it has 43. So I, I put some good miles, put on some miles on it. You um, put some miles on it. It's all right. But yeah, that's, that's one thing that I really had to be patient on and endure, and it became a blessing in the end. That's good. That's good.
1: Wow. Okay. Another question? Yeah. All right. Imagine you were talking to someone who had never heard of God. What would you tell them? What would I tell them? What would well, you tell
0: them? Usually, I start with, um, I usually go to First John. Mm-hmm. Where it says, um, it's talking about sin, but it's also saying that, like, without Jesus, there is no way um, into heaven. But one verse I always, always, always say, it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. Um, it's John three 3.3. Mm-hmm. You must be born again. There you go. And that's what unbelievers need to hear they must be born again and they're like well well what does being born again mean mm-hmm. and so that makes me happy because i then i can explain it now you have um a way to talk to them yeah but i just brought up the scripture that i would always well i would always preach it like on a microphone I would, but i would also say it in in one-on-one conversations and it's first john chapter one verse five okay If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And the reason why I share that, many people be like, why would you share that with somebody who doesn't know Jesus? Well, there's many reasons why. And for one, they need to know that we are the light. We are the ones that that bring light Into this dark world. That's right. And they're like, well, how are we the light? Well, Jesus is the light. That's right. And so he lives with with inside of us. And us. And us, right. And then it says, he will forgive us of our sins because he is faithful and just. Yes. And so they need to know that too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then another one, um, it says that if if we say that we have not sinned, then we are a liar and the truth is not inside of us. And I like to explain that verse because a lot of people twist it and they kind of fit it to their own agenda. Mm-hmm. And so I will say, uh, you know, the the Bible says that when you come to Christ, you should put away all the worldly things and put away sin, but then they, they'll come back with that scripture if they know the Bible, mm-hmm. but they'll know like the certain parts they can use against other people. Oh, sure. And they mm-hmm. said, well, the Bible says that all have sin, And if we, if we say we haven't sinned, then, then we're a liar. So are you saying that you haven't sinned? No, I'm saying we're, we're all born to sin. But right. if you continue to live in sin, after giving your life to Jesus, you're right. not truly born again. Right. And so that's why I always go to First John chapter three because it's right to the point. It's straight up, and I think in chapter four, <laughs> chapter four it gets rough too, because it says um, anyone who continues on in sin is is um, of Satan. <laughs> that's Whoa, it literally says yeah, that it says yeah. like you know you're not of the Father you're you're right. of um, of Satan, and so. I just bring them to that, not because I want to scare them or because I want to be harsh, but that but that's just because it's biblical truth. And um, a lot of people use the gospels, and there's nothing wrong with using the gospels. But I kind of like to be different and and use <laughs> a different one. So
1: use them all. Use them right. all.
0: What do you bring them to, Tammy?
1: What was that again?
0: What what scriptures do you bring oh, unbelievers wow. to?
1: Oh my goodness he is love. First Corinthians, you know, come on. I just do all the, that, that love. If you don't know Jesus is love and you know him as something totally different, um, or even God, the father, you know, I never knew that God, the father growing up, God, the father was this love, you know, this person of love. Um, say person, but you know, Jesus was the person of love and, and man made flesh. Man, Yeah. And it's just, you know, I was, it was used against me. Like God's floating on this cloud with a lightning bolt ready to strike me down (laughs) 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 pretty much. That's how, that's how it was used in my life. And it was used against me. Um, you know, if you don't, if you don't be this and if you're not good, well God's going to strike you down. <laughs> so I was always always like Lord don't hurt me, you know, right. always yeah. like Lord I'm I'm trying my best and 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 if I messed up, it was just like oh man, he's going to I got to be careful. I got to be. You know, <laughs> he, he's around here somewhere. And then when I did and this, this is crazy, but when I did get saved, I thought, wow, Lord, you're actually lowering the bar for me, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know how many people are out there thinking that, like, oh, man, the, the God's God's going to lower the bar to let me in, you know? It's like, are you kidding me? He loves you. He loves the finish. He sees the finish work in you, right. and you
0: are so worth it. Right, and he he lowers the bar to let you in, but he also once we are in, he raises the standard for us. Yeah. So yeah. definitely. But, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Thanks in for listening. On this episode. Um, <laughs> Crazy episode. <laughs> right. It's just, we're just having fun and having some fun. Just doing a, a chill one for this one. Um, but once again, if, if you guys would like prayer for anything, or if you want to, um, call in with some questions you would like us to talk on, feel free to email, um, or or shoot a message on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Our email is ignite the fire with a number one for F one R E, ignite the fire pod at gmail.com. And then our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube is ignited podcast. So you can feel free to connect with us on there. Please. And do. Um, I'm going to pray us out and I just thank you guys for listening. So Father God, I, I thank you for giving us the opportunity to tell people about about your son, Jesus, and for giving us the, the, the allowance and the privilege to um, just even be on this podcast to uh, reach out to the generations that you have called me yes, personally. Lord. And th- you've really called all of us to do the Great Commission, to do yes. the work of the ministry. And so I thank you, Father, for um, giving me grace throughout my life, giving me mercy, and, and being patient with me so that I could come to repentance, so that I could come to know you. And so I pray that um, as the people who are who are listening in and, and the people that we're just wanting to reach out to, I pray that we can be that, that vessel, Lord, that we can be the light in their life and that they come to mm. ignite, you, that they come yes. to be on fire for you yes. and that they not only come to ignite, but unite as a body, a body of Christ, Lord. Mm-hmm. So I pray that you continue to use this podcast for your glory, Lord God, not for ours, but for yours only, Lord God, and I just thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen.